Now, praise the Lord, this is Brad Julius Adewumi. I was going through these questions and answers, and I'm going to go continue with this question and answer that we received from believers that were listening to the video broadcast. And some of the some of the brethren all over the places where they listen to a little broadcast, they even use our radio broadcast to be a follow-up after the witness to people. I give the left to Christ, they say, follow up by listening to this brother on, on Radio so and so Radio Africa, or Radio East Africa, or FFD so that we are why, because they notice that they, our exhortation is a sound doctrine, and also that uh, we are speaking the accent that can be easily understood, perhaps, because most of this data we receive are from Africans, and we being African, our African English can easily be understood by many that were Africans that only learn English by as a second language compared to the Europeans that are also on those radio stations that may be speaking with their own uh, British accent or American accent. But we have African accent we are speaking. So that's why we receive letters from different people. And then these are from email. This email is from his sister Gloria from uh, somewhere in uh, Africa, actually from uh, Osho State in Nigeria. This is the question she asked. See, a burning question on parenting. Uh, good afternoon from Nigeria. I would need your input or answers on parenting. I would need answers for this question. What to do with young children during family worship and during congregational worship? Christian parents and local churches are inevitably faced with this question and unfortunately many do not seek the answer biblically. It may come as something of a surprise to many that the Bible actually has much to say about the matter because it is hardly ever dealt with. Many sermons have been preached and books have been written about how parents are to raise their children and how children are to behave. But this particular issue, although an extremely important part of child training, is often neglected. Can you share with me an in-depth biblical study of this important issue? Maybe that covers one of the following. The duty of parents, what to con when to conduct family worship, how to conduct family worship, children must not be asked to pray. Children must be urged to come to Christ. The necessity of discipling children. At what age should children be sitting quietly and listening during family worship? Children are to be present in the services with their parents. Our children should be trained to sit and listen during the service. It will carry you. I will carry you in my arms, just like a father carries his child. It's alumni 131. Thanks. So those are all the things she, she wanted to address. But those are too many, so I didn't go through step by step to answer that. What I simply told the woman is that Proverbs chapter 22 verse says, Train up a child in the way that he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. So not, there's not enough time to write a lot on your question. If you can, please download our app. Please download our app into your cell phone and listen to some discussions on racing children. And then we have those on, uh, we have so many sermons on racing children where we talk on individual questions like that. We can't type it out for an answer, but I directed that to the, to the app where she can. And then you can also, that listen, you want to get the app on your cell phone, just 
go to your app store and type in gospel distribution ea as gospel distribution e and a e a for evangelical association that's just one word don't put that in gospel distribution gospel distribution ea and the, in the app store it, and you search it will come with our own that's the only one you will find that gospel distribution ea and then you can listen to those sermons and you can search under the under the video on demand or audio on demand and you see sermons that has to do with listening children and that will help you perhaps and you get some more inspiration god bless you okay there's another question from Let's see. From my brother Daniel from Nigeria. He said, The secret of the Lord, Psalm 25, verse 14. The question is, Praise the Lord for he is good, his mercy endure forever. I pray all is well. I'm sorry to bother you on this. Choice of who leads a nation are made in several countries. Now, I think I've actually recorded this one before. This one is talking about American government and the, the nation of the, and the government. I was trying, about, trying to talk about what, what is uh, going on with the uh, American uh, election. One big question is, is America supposed to again make a choice for Trump to take the White House? What are the good reasons why the American people need to stand and rally behind him? Or so on and so forth. And he said, Don't you think America will need to ask for access so it can see the mystery of God? So, and the answer I give to this fellow is this. Thank you for your email and questions. As Christians are waiting our kingdom of God, when the Lord Jesus shall come soon, we personally don't involve ourselves in the politics of the world. We only pray for them. As to stolen election, it is a sign of the times. So that's what I told this fellow and he said, Every country following the champion of democracy country are all claiming the election is stolen from them. According to verse Revelation chapter 16, when the fifth vial of the wrath of God is poured out, in Revelation chapter 16 verse 10, on the seas of the beast, the beast kingdom is full of darkness. It means they will not trust one another anymore and violence will cover their governments. So we saw it in democracy being challenged in America, in Colombia, in Nigeria, in Kenya, all over the world. You get worse. Believers should look up for redemption right now. Okay, that's the answer I give to that uh, political question. Now, the next question is this. Now, this is a good question. This is a question from sister, a sister part. And let me see, that's... It's just this part, I don't have the address or the country. So, a dear friend I met recently told me if you have any question or need additional assistance on issues of the Bible, that I may write to your email address that might give me a chapter, verse, as well as any other information. To answer my question, is that, is that you? So, that is how she got our email. She was not listening to the radio, some of them were referring to the radio station. Some other people are using the radio stations and our email to, as a follow-up for many of these believers. 
in Africa. Now, here's the question. As the psalmist says, children are an early stage of the Lord. When earthly parents welcome Heavenly Father's children into their homes, they assume responsibility to love them, cherish them, teach them, and lead them to eternal life. It continues and says, some family have made, some family have male and female children. Some family have only male. Some family have only female. Some family have both male and children and female. And some family have none. My question right now is this. Have you come across any mother who is not so happy because she does have a female child? Or only female children? Or who yearn for them? Or who is satisfaction with the only male children she has? And so he's saying that have you run to some family that they only have male and they are not satisfied? Or they are satisfied with their male? Or they have only female? What can you, what can you be able to discuss how a mother might feel not having a female child or vice versa? I guess a female child ought to have key role or duty to play along with her mother. What could some of these key roles be? Does the Bible have anything to say on this? So now the question this woman was asking is, she didn't say whether she has male or she has only female. But she's trying to make it a hypothetical question that, some family may just have male, some family may just have female, and they are longing for a male. Some family may just have male and longing for a female. Because maybe from what the family said, maybe she was looking for a female child and she didn't have only female. She thought female and child have a role with their mom. So that's what she was asking, what are the roles that the daughter will have for their mom? That's why she was looking for a female child. It's a color, it's all a mispart. Now, answer I give to her is this, very short. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. That was the first answer I give to her. In everything, give thanks. Because there are some people that are struggling and praying and praying for spouse, and they have not gotten married, and they are getting into their 40s. Into their 40s among women. That's becoming too late. They couldn't get married at the age of 40. Wait, there are some people that are like that right now. So... Those who are married and just have boys and they are looking for girls should be thanking God that they haven't have they are married. Why some people are married, they are praying and praying and praying to get a baby. And they have not got a baby yet. After three years, four years, five years. Remember my big sister? She was married for uh, the third year, she was running elder skelter when there was no baby. Finally got almost five at the, at the end, but she waited for three, four years before they got the first one. And they were going, going to doctors, every doctor, just to look for what is the problem. So, but see, the Bible always gives us the answer. If we only can remember the Bible and rest in the Lord and give thanks, then God will work it out. Whatever is our own question. Give thanks in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and me. We are admonished to count our blessings and be grateful for what we have. That is the exhortation of the Bible. As you have written, there are some people who couldn't get a husband. Others married couldn't get children. Others married only get boys. While others married and only get girls. And some have both. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That is how I summarize my answer to this lady that was saying, have I seen situations like that? Yeah, the situations all over the world. But say in everything we should give thanks. The one that is married should give thanks that she got a spouse. 
even the one that is still waiting for his spouse, male or female, and couldn't get anybody to say I do to him or her, because there are some boys that are trying to get a girl, and they just have not been able to get the girl that they wanted, or the girl they would have to say I do. I have a situation like that where a young man came to me and told me his dilemma. When he tried to, he was following a, a woman that he thought would be, would be the right spouse, and then the woman dumped him. Also, it happened among the boys too. And then he cried to, he came to me and said, Please, I'm looking for somebody. Also, so there are other women that are not even, nobody will approach them. See? But it's everything, give thanks. People are still single, waiting, praying unto God, give thanks, be happy. Expecting that God is working it out for you. So that is why we always go back to the Bible and say, give thanks, but God knows what you need and He knows what you're asking for and He's able to answer. God bless you. And here's another question from this same sister part. So some Christians and pastors have been able to successfully bring their own, all children to follow the Lord, but many are unable to do this. And have one or two who do shoes to be different from their parents. Is this your case? Do you know of any or have seen one? Some children be self-willed and out of control from home, where the parents are true believers, pastors, elders in the church. Have you come across one like that? That refuse to follow the path and nothing could be done to change him or her. So that is his other hypothetical question. Now this sister part that was writing this question was putting it hypothetically. She didn't say it was herself. She just asked you generally, what have you found something like this? What is the answer? This answer we I respond to her by email. I said there are cases in the Bible also of great kings that were reported that they loved God and brought revival, but had children that were terrible after the father was gone. An example is King David was a man after God's heart, but his firstborn, Amnon, was reported to be promiscuous who raped his half-sister, Absalom's sister, and got killed by Absalom for, for it. Second Samuel chapter 13. And the other one, Ezekiah was a great king after God's heart. And the Bible says King Manasseh, his son, after him, which is the, past, the only son that he had, the same King Manasseh, his son after him, turned back to idolatry. Second case, chapter 21. So when you recite the scriptures, you show that there is often a cause of those problems. Either parental attention often is missing. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23 said that. Parental attention, if it's missing, it could cause to that. Evil influence from some close uncles or friends that twisted the children, that could also be a problem. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 11 mentioned that. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 19 also mentioned that. Now let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Because I saw by reading through the stories of the kings in history. And you wonder when he, he said a king became a king at the age of 80 years old. 80 years old. How can he be a king? Then somebody was influencing him. Either his mom, if his daddy was dead, either his mom has the greater influence, or some uncle that are influential over this boy. So whoever those uncle or mother of our uncle or some priest or neighbor that have much influence on this young boy that was expected to be the king after the former king was there and he was just eight years old, they will raise him in the direction that they know or want. And that's why you can see a king 
like Josiah, for example. Josiah was the son of uh, Manasseh. And he was eight years old when he started to reign in, his, in his Judah. But see, they mention his mother's name. They mention his mother's name. And then, of course, he must have been led by some prophets or priests that know and want the Lord. So they really helped him to follow the Lord. And he brought forth revival. That was Josiah. But there was another one that was, that was even Manasseh. Think of Manasseh, the son of Ezekiah. And when you look at the story of Ezekiah, Ezekiah was the one that was so close to the Lord and he was sick. And Isaiah the prophet came to him and told him that, well, God said, set your house in order. You shall surely die and not live. And Ezekiah cried unto God and God told Isaiah the prophet to go back and promise that I will heal you. And he said, oh, what is the sign? God said, I will turn the sun dire. Ten degrees backward. So you see, great minister, great prophet of God was there, Isaiah the prophet. And Ezekiel, the man of God that loved the Lord, was a king. And God did that sign some others. But God said, I will add 15 more years to your age. Now, 15 more years. Now, when Ezekiel died, 15, remember, 15 more years. The son after him was 12 years, which means he, have, he gave birth to that son, Manasseh, after that sickness. Which means he really didn't have any son. He could have maybe had daughter, but he didn't have any son until this one that he, he gave birth to. That's the only thing we can uh, assume. That maybe 15 more years that was given to him to live, it is done that 15 more years, three years after the sickness, he got this baby boy. Who was 12 by the time he died, and they made him the baby boy, Manasseh king. What can a 12 year old know? Well, whoever has been influencing this 12 year old boy from the time the king was so busy with the king's business, maybe his mother is the next influential person, or some uncles in the neighborhood that make Manasseh when he became king at 12 year old. I don't think he has the authority to begin to demolish everything in the temple. And brought idolatry back. No, some some rules, some elders, some elders are influencing him. Maybe if it is mom, perhaps maybe they didn't agree with what Ezekiah did that threw away all these idols from the temple and brought revival. Maybe they quietly didn't agree, but it was Ezekiah was king, so he kept their quiet. The Ezekiah died, and this twelve-year-old boy they just took this twelve-year-old boy over and made him turn around. This is not right, and bring uh, all the idols back. Influence of some evil people. Influence of some evil people can be the cause of many of those things. Influence of some evil people around, around the little boy or his mother. You see? Because if the man is not there, the mother is the next person. If the king was king at 12 years, what can a 12 year old begin to control the nation and bring idols? But no, it's some men, some evil men that didn't agree with uh, what Hezekiah did, were the one that influenced this boy to bring all this back. The same way his son Josiah must have got some other influence from other prophets and some other people that didn't agree with uh, what Manasseh did and they brought Josiah back also in line with God. So you see, it is influence of evil men. That's why I pointed out that when you look at the Bible, you see that some evil people can influence the boys. So that's why the parents have to keep control of, the, of, of your children. Don't let evil people influence them in the wrong direction. Evil influence from some close uncles.
of friends can twist the children. So Proverbs chapter 12 verse 11 and Proverbs chapter 28 verse 19 is worth, worth reading. Now here's another question from this sister part again. This will be the last question that we record today. From sister part, it says, single parents. For those who are a single parent, what is your encouragement for them? Knowing that being alone is scary and unsettling for single parents. What special promise does God have for them? So my answer is simple here. I say, whether single parents or both parents are available, the responsibility is still there. Whether it's a single parent or both parents are available, the responsibility is still there for to raise the child. Now it's only on one person. If the, if it's, if it's a single parent, then that responsibility is now on that single parent, whether it's a man or a woman, see, to raise that child in the way of the Lord. That responsibility. So when there are two, the mother, the father, mother and the father are there, then they can share the responsibility. If they are not both attacking one another. But if the man wants to eat this way and the wife wants this way, then that will help the child that does not know which one to follow. He will be leaning towards the one that is supporting what he wanted to do. Also. So that is very important that it is still, the responsibility is still there. So the Bible, like went further in this house, I said it takes a village to raise kids. Is the common speech in the world. The single parent therefore needs support from the village. Village will be believers, the church, the church members. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 1 says, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. That's Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14. When it comes to raising children, it takes a village. So if you are just a single parent, you need some help, your support. If you are a woman and your husband is no more available, to raise this child, then you need help from other men of like-minded in faith that will help you to raise this child. Because you may say, well, it's a, it's a girl, I can raise my, the girl myself, but it's the boy that is tough. No, they are, the, even girls rebel against their mom. It's when they get to teenage age. So that's why you need the strong hand of a, of a, of a, of a male adult. So if the father is not there, you need to get help from the village. The village are the believers now. When you are talking about village, you are talking about the believers that believe like minded that will help your child in the way of the Lord. Very are pastors and elders that will help by also contributing to exhortation and so on and so forth and instruction, praying that the child will, be, will receive it. So that is very important that we we remember you need support from the from the village. And I pray that the Lord will give you understanding in all this we are saying. And if you are in that situation where you need help, pray. Number one, seek help from elders that can talk, that can lead, that are in the church, that are faithful elders, that are going to be able to help your, your children in the way of the Lord. Very important. And God bless you. Amen.